This episode is brought to you by the Weather Channel. It's suggested that brands avoid using sound effects in podcast ads. And remember to speak in a chill tone. Well, here's a suggestion for everyday life. Tap into the Weather Channel app. It's loaded with insights that help you manage your allergies, breathe easy, and use your outside voice. What in the weather are you waiting for? Be a force of nature with the Weather Channel app. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Hello, I'm Alan Davis. You are listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast, and I've got Ian Stone with me this evening. How are you, Ian? Uh, I, I, well, I'm a bit. I had my vaccine yesterday, so I'm a oh, bit. Oh, <laughs> you're I'm, immune. <laughs> well, not yet. I've been going around licking people. Is that wrong? Oh, that is wrong. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's not a license to do that. Is it not? Ah, oh, no. well, nobody told me that. Well, they said go I bet, forth I bet and lick some people. Some of the people you licked told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I feel, well, I, I, I tell you how I feel. I feel like I've got a mild dose of coronavirus. That's uh, how I feel. Well, that can happen. I've yes. Heard. You can yes. have a little uh, little kick of it. And Keith Dover is there. How are you, Keith? I'm fine, Alan. Uh, when he said he's had a vaccine, he just means that he's been vaccinated against rabies or giving rabies to the rest of us. That's what he means. Oh. It's nothing to do with a virus. Oh, it's just, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't know so much I don't know about you. <laughs> Anyway, we've got to say, uh, is it happy birthday, Alan? Happy yes. birthday, Al. Happy yes, birthday to you. Birthday. Thank yes, you very much. Uh, uh, did you see the red arrows fly past today? <laughs> I did organise it. It did cost me a lot of money. but no, no. It's, it's indoors. They didn't it's fly. It's all day. It's a nice gesture. It was a good, nice. I, yeah, they did, they'd done all the th- the thing, and you missed it. The thing? Oh, that's great when they do that. You know the red arrows, what they're like. they do the thing, yeah. They do all that with the smoke out the back. and All of that. All of that, and they did the the loops thing, and you missed it. Yeah, lovely. Bullshit. And he was indoors. (laughs) He missed it all. You know, you missed it. You missed it. I should have told him, Keith, really. Well, all I can say about Switzerland, apart from their dodgy banking system... Switzerland? Clockwork... Cuckoo well, clocks and Toblerone. Yeah. There's been a big drop off, hasn't there? Has there? What are you on about? <laughs> what do you mean? How, what I think this? Switzerland. Why are we talking did, about Switzerland? Did the recording cut out for a second there? No. You know about Switzerland. I think we know someone who comes from Switzerland. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm with you. Even, I've known you a long time, and even uh, even I was thrown there. Uh, uh, we're recording this listener on uh, Saturday, the sixth of March, which is my fifty uh, fifth birthday. So not it's not fifty five. That's terrible. Isn't it? <laughs> Terribly sad. Uh, it's uh, eight o'clock in the uh, in the yeah, evening, sure and um, I've I've recorded two episodes of Guessable today for Comedy Central. It was very enjoyable. And in the second episode, a guest on my team was Denise Van Outen. Right. And uh, and I can tell you, it's a, a wonderful woman, Denise. I've met her before. 
and I'm still. I will always be entranced by Denise. And mm. and what a what a nice thing to have have happen on my birthday was to spend the time with Denise. And in a way, it was ideal for me as an antidote <laughs> yes. to the absolute misery brought on my person by the dickhead that plays in midfield for Arsenal. And I, you know, both of you, that I've had it with this fella for a long time. <laughs> and now. have had for quite and some For time. many, many months. And I know many of our listeners, and I know you two both, are sick to death of hearing me moaning about this arsehole. No, no, but no. I absolutely <laughs> cannot understand for the life of me how this man continues to get picked for Arsenal Football Club. I absolutely do not understand it. There are players lining up who are out on loan, lining up mm. on the substitutes bench, probably lining up in the under-18s and the under-23s who can play centre-mid, who will not make the ludicrous, idiotic mistakes that this arsehole makes by routinely, but every so often nailed on certainty to make some cock-up in his own half that will make you stare at him as if you've never seen anything so stupid in your life. Oh. How can a player who would do that, not just every now and then, is it, oh, they kept saying today all day long he's given away more goals than any other player yeah. in the Premier League since 2016 or whatever. He is by far the biggest liability on a football pitch in England and still gets a shirt in the Arsenal side. The Arsenal side. He's not playing for some team down the divisions. So he's not playing for some shower of crap who's going down for it. He's playing for the Arsenal who claim to be pushing for top four. What a cock up that was why is he calling for that ball from Leno give it to me I'll have it well what are you going to do with it then you've got no idea what you're going to do with it they say supposedly that a top player should always know what he's going to do with the ball <laughs> before he receives it this is the absolute rule number one we call it the Fabregas law <laughs> always know exactly what you're going to do before you receive the ball <gasps> not a clue on earth did he have a clue on earth and the moment he saw there's nothing on just lamp it in the stand mate Kick it out. Give away a corner. It doesn't matter. Don't kick it up against their centre forward four yards out. Have you ever seen a worse mistake in a penalty area? Mate, listen. Right, first of all, he's made eight mistakes that have led to goals. If, if and I was, Listen if... to me. Before I allow you to continue in another five seconds, when I say to you, those are not the only eight mistakes oh, that no, he's made. No, no. He has made 800 mistakes that could have led to goals. <laughs> yeah. He's been bailed out by teammates God knows how many times, but go on. I mean, the, the thing is, right, you're the Arsenal manager. You're, you're picking me. I, I say to you, right, today, i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to score an own goal. And you go, no, you're having a lot. No, I'm serious. I'm going to score an own goal. And you'd go say to me, well, you're not playing then. So he does this week in, week out, <laughs> and yet Arteta still plays him. We've got Maitland-Niles yeah. up at West Brom. We've got Willock at Newcastle. And they could be playing today We've and would El not Nenny, make that mistake. El and Sabias in the squad. Oh, well, yeah. What did, just... um, what did Denise Van Outen think of that when you told her? <laughs> Do you know what? Glazed over. We didn't talk about the football. Strangely. <laughs> she's been in... Uh, she was uh, in Dancing on Ice. Did you know she fell down and dislocated and fractured her shoulder? Hey. And I wasn't, because of coronavirus and distancing, I wasn't allowed to comfort her. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine if I tried to comfort I, I, Can you imagine? Yes, yes. I'm assuming your wife is downstairs and not listening oh, to a she doesn't listen. My wife doesn't listen to the Tuesday Club. And right, uh, also, she would find it very, very funny if I tried to comfort Denise. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
I'd rather talk about dancing on ice, which I have no interest at all and no skin in the game whatsoever than talk <laughs> no. about the Arsenal today. I mean, it was a nice goal by Aubameyang. Right? He's, he's so good, isn't he, at running at his man and getting him on the back foot and they can't settle. They don't know which way he's going to go and they find themselves in their own box. He backs them up so quick, doesn't he? And he step overs, keeps them off balance. And he's got a way of finding that near post. Sanchez used to do it as well. He's a very, very... It's, it's one of his great strengths, isn't it, that? So he gets that goal for us. And we're at another assist for Willian. Willian likes the soft assist. And yeah, he was shagged out just, after that. was good that play, though, that. It was a nice goal altogether. Partey did some lovely stuff on the edge of our box. Put Willian away with a perfectly weighted pass. And then Willian just slid it to Aubameyang. I thought it was a nice... Nice goal, goal. And, I, and it was Good nice football. to be um, ahead after five minutes instead of behind. Yeah, I thought, yeah. hello. And the game's then set up. We had another chance later on from Saka, and then I couldn't watch after half time. I had to read all about events I've subsequently seen. We smashed one against the post. We should have had a pen. Pepe, I mean, it's Mr. all too late. Oh, Javinho like. Sitter. He is. Oh, God, he makes Javinho look like Maradona, mate. It's, well, what is well, he? At the ace? like he's got his shoelaces tied together. Just look at that effing ball. Look at the ball and side foot that between the posts. Is he even looking at the ball? Yeah, That's your absolute. That is a no. What a chance that is. I'll tell you what, I would in training, I'd go, I'd go right, open goal, get as many footballs as you can go, go, kick one in, kick one in, until he was sick to death. <laughs> and, go, and then he'd go, I've had enough of this. I'd go, oh, really? Because last week you missed two open goals. So you're well, going to be kicking into an open goal week in, week out. How long do you wait for a £70 oh. million pound bloke to stick a chance like that in the back of the net? Oh, only we could spend know. £72 million pound on a dead duck. I mean, really, honestly. It's, <laughs> it you know, imagine so the second Liverpool buy a £72 million pound player. He goes into the team, he wins in the bloody Premiership. We buy a £72 million player, he can't score an open goal to save his Liverpool, Liverpool, not a good example at the moment. Not at the moment. Right yeah, but he's been injured. They spent seventy-two million pounds on Van Dijk. There's seventy-two million pounds worth of player. Yeah, oh, well, no, it's a strange one. It is a mystery. It's one of the great mysteries of uh, transfers in the, in, the, in this century. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, when you employ Arthur. Daily to do the transfer business, something's bound to go south, and it? it really is. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a just... bit unfortunate, but we we still oh, should have won mate. that game. By the way, we should have had a penalty. We yes. absolutely should have had a penalty. Peter's had his arm out and it hit mm. his arm, and I think well, that it's is a weird one, one, wasn't it? If he handled one, and then everyone's screaming for it, and then he handled another one. Well, and the second it. one was an absolutely definite penalty, it wasn't was. it? So I don't Even understand. Peter Walton on BT said that was a penalty. But they've he got did. VAR, right? So what you know, went to the VAR. On? Went to the VAR and he <laughs> said... He smacked it with his arm. Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. So we should it's have a had penalty. a penalty. And we should have won that game. And if we win that game, we wouldn't be moaning quite as much about Pepe but and But why, why do we come alive at the last five minutes of the second half? I mean, that's, that's stupid. I mean, you know... Burnley, yeah, no, we didn't do enough. Which, too passive. Too passive. Yeah. You end up... That's how you end up dropping points. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know... Listen, we ain't, we ain't going to qualify for Europe through the league, are we? It's all about the no. Europa League. Know, all about the Europa League now. Yeah, Big week. You can't trust us in there. I mean, one minute you're beating Leicester, and you're thinking, great, happy days. You come up against Burnley, you go a goal up, you think, right, this should be done and dusted. But every player has a mistake in them. It was a bias the other week against Benfica. Now it's, mm. Well, you know, Jacker is a given. But uh... but when Partey turned up, they had, a, they had a couple of games, him and El Nenny, didn't they? And El Nenny's a proper water carrier. He's really, that's what he wants to do, get it and give it. 
and be, you know, run about and be a problem for the other team. He doesn't think he's anything he's not, unlike Jacker, who seems to think, I don't know what he thinks he is, some world beating quarterback. So I think it, I can't understand the selection. I've, I've given up with it, to be honest with you. I just think, what well, you can't keep picking this fella. No. And we've got three big games this week, right? This is big week for us. Mm. So if you're going to have a season, this is it. Olympiacos will mean business. You know, for two legs, that'll be tough. You're not at home with the fans. Where are we even playing our game? Do we know? I think every game now is in Greece from now on. I think all of them <laughs> that... are at the Olympiacos Stadium. We're just going to move over Europa there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Arsenal-Tottenham game, is that in Greece? That apparently is in Greece as well. Yeah. Oh, well, that was yeah. another daft thing, wasn't it? Because because of this, you can't have two clubs playing in the same city. Obviously, with fans, you sort of get that. But the, now there's the fact there's no fans. We could have played our own tie at the same time Tottenham were playing their own tie. But no, mm. we have to go all the way over to Greece. And so that means when we come back, we play... Tottenham with less than, what, 24 hours recovery time. Yeah, it's stupid. It yeah. is stupid. A lot of stupidity at the moment, that's true. But it is a big week, yeah. It is a big week. And I still think there's a lot to play for, isn't there? We well, can there win is. Europa League. We yeah, there win. is a lot to play for. We we got to knock, we've got to knock Olympiacos out. It really is. This is it. And the, and the boys in the side who are playing well, you know, the ones who, are, who, who we can rely on, and I'm, think, I'm thinking Tierney. And yes. uh, Saka, Saka. Uh, Partey, Abamyang's finding form. Yeah. Ooh, after that, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't know who he'll pick. I like Mari. I like Pablo Mari at the back. He, he seems well. to really like Louise, doesn't he? Whether they'll pick them or whether he'll bring Gabriel or Holding in, whether Bellerin will come back or Cedric. I don't know what his ideas will be. He seems certain to pick Leno in goal. And then I don't know if he's still going to keep going with Erdegaard. Is he going to try Sabayos and Partey? Will he give up on Xhaka after that error? Will he, won't he be given yet, yet another reprieve, though? He won't, though. Really? He won't give up on Xhaka. He'll oh, never give up on Xhaka. He's got to. I, I mean, yeah, but you can't keep playing a guy who's going to give away a goal. Well, you can, and he does. He does. <laughs> and, and you can loan out people who've never given away a goal. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. drop kids from the youth team who've never given away a goal, never done anything that's stupid in their lives. Mate, the Nars would have just dummied his way out of that somehow. <laughs> Leno should have Leno should have hit it up. Oh, he should have ignored Leno. him. Don't he even talk done. to me about Leno. I don't even understand why we signed well, him. I don't Leno's understand good. anything that's keeper. going on. But we had a good keeper. Well, I don't understand had... anything well, we... that's going well... on over there. Honestly, I don't. I look at it, I think, what is happening? But there we are. We've got this side now and they've got to go and knock Olympiakos out. And see how the draw goes. They've got to get through to that. Otherwise, next season, what are they going to be looking at next season? They'll all be moaning and complaining that they didn't get their bonuses and they're not in the Champions League. And and they but they will finish it. They're not going to finish anywhere, are they? They keep dropping points. Well, you win one, be... lose one. Win one, draw one. They can't get a run going. They're not going to be in the Europa League uh, uh, if they no. don't. Well, this is um, we're not going to get seventh. But look at the sides there, all vying for fourth and fifth and sixth. It's quite difficult to get in there at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, this is the irony. Let's say, for instance, God, you know, worst case scenario, we don't get, get carry on in the Europa League and we don't make uh, sixth place. Are these players still the same players who are going to argue over their contracts? Is Pepe going to say, "I want more money"? Is Abamyang going to say, "I want more money"? They can't dare face the club and say, I want more money. I mean, it's just because they're, they're not good enough. They are not good enough to go to any other club other than Arsenal at the moment. They really are not, you know. Who would have no. them? Would Manchester City, Liverpool, Man United, 
Tottenham take any of our blows? Liverpool would take the centre halves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would. We've, we've got lots of good centre halves. Yeah, at yeah the moment. we're actually we're, all right. I don't know what's what. We're in the project, right? We're in the project with Mikel. We all want oh, we're in the project, to, all right. to do well. We're in the project. We're in the COVID season. It's not fair to sack anyone at this time. Mm. Everything's up in the air. The fixture congestion, the lack of crowds. It'd be you know to guide the club through this period is everyone understands it's difficult and problematic. To clear out all the deadwood was difficult and problematic. To bed in new signings, all of the problems, all of that stuff. Mm. It makes it very, very difficult to change the manager. and You have to accept whether you fully back Mikel now or don't, he's going to be there all next season. But if, what if we end up in 10th place this season and 10th place next season and then we go back to the ground? Mm. <laughs> I oh. don't know, really. There seems wow. to be... There seems yeah. to have been... People seem to have forgotten, and I've, I know that a lot of Manchester United feel, fans feel the same way, They've seemed to have forgotten what the standards that are expected over at that place. Mm. And I think the thing that drives you United fans mad is when they see players who Alex Ferguson would have had up against the wall. You know, when Very they much. should be challenging Man City. They shouldn't be 14 points behind going into they're playing this you're listening to this Tuesday, you know the outcome. But there's a big Manchester Derby going on tomorrow, and United have got a chance of winning the league, and there's letting it go. And it drives it must drive the fans mad. And and in, in our way, in our club. The decline, the slippage, the decline down the league of watching these... Yeah, but it's been these... happening a while, though, It's been it? going on. Be yes, it has been going on a while. But now I'm told we're 10th, but it's a project and we have to back the project. Holy shit, this is a, it's a poor. It's really poor. People say, oh, stop moaning. What are you moaning about? I tell you what I'm, <laughs> what I'm moaning about. <laughs> <laughs> we could do. We should be doing better. But you're getting pleasure out of it, by the way, because I i mean, there are things that I'm finding pleasurable. Watching Saka play, watching Smithrow play, watching Tierney do the, do the business sometimes. But I mean, there are things that I'm enjoying, but I've lowered my expectations. But, mate, you know I'm not, you're not, you know I'm not drinking at the moment. I've extended my dry January. It's gone you well said. into March. I'm having it's a very nice, very cold uh, alcohol free wine. Yeah, and I tell you what, that's what that's what our, watching Arsenal is at the moment. It's like watch, it's like drinking decaf coffee. It's alcohol free <laughs> football. It is, it, is, it is it is football, but not with a kick, not as it should be, not having the desired mm. outcome, and not with the intensity and the desire and the fight that an Arsenal team should add. It, it's a it's a kind of half bait, giving too easily, not enough chances, not enough shots on goal, not enough bite in the box, and a piss awful, embarrassing, humiliating mistake that makes us a laughing stock of the Premier League to drop points at Burnley, who we should beat comfortably, and we've taken one point off them and scored one goal in three hours. It's really poor, and and someone uh, Arsenal fans everywhere are saying the same thing. But everyone's got to say, got back the manager, got back the project, and all this crap. But someone over there's got to show a bit of gumption and a bit of fight, and pick a few people who care, mm. and start start laying a glove on some opponents and getting some shots off. Because at the moment it's not good enough. There's no way this team is. How can you galvanise this lot for a twenty point improvement next season? It's not there. It's not in the squad. I do these lads from Real Madrid, they're lovely footballers, so much talent, but do they really care about Arsenal? Who cares about Arsenal over there? I don't does the owner? Who cares about Arsenal? Really? Yeah. Does it matter to over there? Mate, Arteta, I'm... I feel like, cares about Arteta. Yeah. Who cares about us? 
And I, I, they're the ones who won in the side. Mate, I, I totally agree with you. And I get very annoyed. Ian, you've met a few ex-Arsenal players and I hear them on the radio they go, Arsenal's a well-run club. And I go, really? What, the ability to turn the floodlights on when it gets dark? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just... Slightly before. Oh, it's so annoying. And then I'm hearing pundits go, they're talking as if somehow it's Arsenal supporters' fault. I haven't got a hotline to uh, Stan and Josh Cronker. I can phone them up and go, I, mean, I don't think, I'm not happy with the way the club running oh really Keith well I'll tell you what thanks very much mate I'll sort it out for you it's not my <laughs> fault I've never professed Alan hasn't you Teo Damien nobody's ever said that we're going to be competing with Barcelona and Dortmund we're going to move to a bigger ground we're going to be able to buy these players Arsenal fans have never said this the club I said it yeah I the, the club continually make these statements this is where we're going to be in five years time this is where we're going to be now this is what we're going to do and none of it ever comes to fruition. It no. never... In fact, we what actually go further we have? back. You know? Keith, what choice do we have at this point? I mean, as you said, Alan, oh. we have to back the project, don't we? Really? We have to just go, OK, this is the club we're watching. Mid-table, slightly better than Burnley. Not quite as good as... I don't know. But we're turning Everton. into Newcastle Mark Two, aren't we? I mean, we're going to slowly <laughs> slide down that... Where we become Newcastle fans and people to start patronising us and go, oh, look at the Arsenal fans, they've turned up Pat today. I, that's happened, that patronising has happened for years, mate. I used to turn up in Manchester years ago and say I'm an Arsenal fan, they would boo. <laughs> and honestly, the last couple of years ago, I'm an Arsenal fan, they go, oh, you're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was what it was like. That's, that's how it is now. Oh, yeah. we used to go, everywhere we used to go in the old days. They used to go, I hate Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. always cheating. Arsenal, oh, I hate Arsenal. You're boring, you're cheating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good. I'm glad you hate us. <laughs> and then under Wenger, it was, I've got to say, I like the way they play, though. Fair enough. I mean, I do. They're my second team, the way they play. <laughs> and then you start then you start to think, all right, I, don't, I, prefer, I think I preferred it the other way on, as it goes. <laughs> and now, like you say, now it's like, you're Arsenal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep picking that clown in centre mid? Is that the worst pass in the history of your club? Yes, yes, it is. It is the worst pass I've ever seen an Arsenal player play. I can't think of a worse one. I remember seeing Lee Dixon try to pass to David Seaman and he chipped him. It's the worst pass since that. And that was that was very obviously a chronic, like a freakish error. This is just bog standard Shaka time. This is what he does. Shaka time. Every now and then he plays one with his eyes shut. <laughs> bog standard Shaka time. Oh, here we go again. Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, listeners, but I'm depressed now. I was going to no, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to be depressing. I just want. I just want to be a bit more of a, a yeah. threat. I just want teams to think, oh shit, here they are. This will be a nightmare. And people said to him, no one has thought of <laughs> no that, about thought that for years. Why this did you boo him? Why are Arsenal fans on his back? That's terrible. You shouldn't boo your own player. Well, here's a fine example today. That's one of the reasons why he got booed. You know? <laughs> oh, he's mate. Shit. Yeah. It ain't great. It ain't great. But it also, um, <laughs> you know, it has. There are signs of improvement, are there not? In some, oh, I don't no, there know. aren't any. I don't know. Maybe it's the worst are. season. It's the worst season for 35 Since years. 1974. It's the worst season. <laughs> it's awful. It's very it's bad. Awful. Yeah, but at least it's nobody. At least nobody's there to watch it. At least we're not going down there every two weeks oh, to God. watch us Can lose four home it? games in a row or whatever it Can is. Can you yeah. imagine the next home game? <laughs> I, I, oh, God. The one would be empty seats anyway. That's, you know, I mean, it's just. When uh -huh. they say, oh, let's get fans back in, 
Really? Do you think people are going to be queuing up to get a new season ticket after this season? Only because people are desperate to get out of the house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, really. Let's, yeah. Well, they might find we'll still going. So, what happens then Thursday night? Where are we playing? Are we playing in? Are we at home? Or are we away? <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows? What's Who happening? Knows? I think it's. Like, remember those raves on the M25? They used to, we used to drive around the M25. <laughs> oh. You wait for give you a phone number. <laughs> they give you a phone number and you phone up and now that's where you go. There's, oh. one of those bitches. There's a little okay, now. There's a little A4, okay, Don's. A4 piece of paper with a telephone number on a, on a lamppost somewhere on the A5. Yeah. 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 Like in the old days, it would be only Vic Akers would have known where the game was on. <laughs> Where's the game, Vic? I'll have to tell you at 8 o'clock. Do you you reckon the pilot will be just flying around Greece? You know, mayday, mayday, we need to land. Running out of fuel. All right, lads, you're going to have to parachute out over Greece. We don't know where the venue is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know where the game is. Is I don't know if if it's a home leg or the away leg. I I think it's the away leg. I think it is the away leg. We're away. So it's going to be in Greece, isn't it? Because that was safe before. So I imagine we're going to Greece again. So we're going to play in their stadium. But with Again. no fans. Yeah. But with no fans. And then we're going to come back for the North London derby. And then we're going to play in play um, somewhere else. North Korea or somewhere. Yeah. Pyongyang. <laughs> Pyongyang. The big game. <laughs> Europa League round of 16, second leg. Yeah. So if we if we beat uh, this, you know, when we convene next weekend, um, if we beat and put Olympiacos and we beat and Tottenham Hotspur, then there will all be, that hey, all yeah. back the project. Suckers, aren't we? Absolutely. <laughs> knowing full well that there's a very, very leaky boat that's been patched up. Yeah. <laughs> Chugging yeah. around on one engine. <laughs> a sail is tattered. What do you say? Where are the cronkers? Oh, they just sit in the lifeboat at all times. That's where they sit. The cronkers are on a yacht. They're on, yeah, the yeah, on a Bramovich's yacht. They're <laughs> on a, yeah, they don't give head. a shit, do they? They couldn't give a shit yeah. about it. They don't care. They don't even make a statement. They don't give a shit about any of it. Can I just say, they spent 50 million quid on Thomas Partey. I mean, that is a statement of intent, is it not? I mean, he's a quality player. I like watching him play. Hang on, when you say they spent, that makes it sound like it was their money. Well, Mm. they own it, so I suppose it is, isn't it? uh, No, it's Arsenal's money. All right, but... Let's yeah. yeah. be absolutely clear. Yeah, I was standing oh, find it down the back of the sofa. To, and... I don't want to mislead anyone. To Stan, Con- Stan Cronkett bought us Thomas Partey as a gift. <laughs> but he was... Did... Honest, I absolutely agree that he's an excellent signing. But what on earth is he supposed to do if he's partnered in midfield with that clown? What yeah. does he think mm. when he sees that happen? Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Can you imagine know. if Thomas Partey was playing for Atletico Madrid and he did that and then he looked round to see Diego Simeone? <laughs> Can you imagine... <laughs> Or if Paul oh Scholes did that Lord. and Ferguson had him against in the dressing room, going, "What was? How can you do such a thing? What is? Does anyone say to Jacker? He'll start complaining a minute that someone's been rude about him on Twitter because he won't be able to stay <laughs> off social media, will he? What, I wonder what everyone's saying about me. Don't have a don't, don't, look, mate. don't. Really? You were trending earlier, mate. Don't don't look. What what they're saying now is you're an absolute laughing stock, and you have been for some time. And you're going to have to play very very well because you will get picked. This is what must make the rest of the squad piss themselves laughing when he pins the team up on the notice board, and there he is again. Oh, he's picked him again. Yes, 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 he has. I mean, I don't care. You know, whichever way you look at it, Sabios is a better footballer. Is it, it does. Is it the physical stature of Xhaka? But he doesn't make a tackle. He doesn't knock anyone yeah. off the ball. He doesn't yeah. make any lung bursting box to box runs. He's never won a header in his life. So, so what is can't be his physical size? What is it? How's he picking? Uh, listen, <laughs> if, if 
if he's not, <laughs> it's a good question. If he's not it's making mistakes, he's, he's giving away penalties. He's getting sent he's off. He's getting sent off. You know, he's trying. He's diving for free kicks. He doesn't get. Oh, Jesus. it's a bit weird. But then I think it just says a lot about our stature that we're saying, well, maybe El Nenny should be in there. Because two years ago, <laughs> no one was saying El Nenny should be in there at all. No one. Even El Nenny was saying, I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, listen, if you want me, I'm there. I don't know what El Nenny thinks now, or Lucas Torreira, or Mateo Guendou. Yeah. yeah. And they watch that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, this is this is the thing. I mean, you've got, I mean, Torreira's on loan, Guendouzi's on loan. They must be look, watching today's match and laughing to themselves. I'm not I mean, sure they are watching but, today's uh, match. I mean, there's, four, <laughs> there's four central midfielders out on loan, and uh, I'd have any of them, really, <laughs> ahead of that clown. <laughs> there's two decent ones on the bench. Yes. Uh, he's got eight central midfielders he could have gone with this season. He's loaned out four, he's put two on the bench, and he's picked Granite Xhaka everywhere. It's just bizarre. It is weird when Jacker plays well, which he does on occasion. It is, it is. People go, "Oh, he played well though, didn't he, Jacker?" Like, oh yeah, he's, he was all right today. But you, you know, never well, feel like the thing is, you never feel like Arsenal play well because he plays well. Mm, you don't feel like yeah. if if, if Jacker turns up, we're all right. This is a big game. We need Granite. If he turns up, we're good. Yeah, that's not. If Arsenal play well, he joins in. Hmm. But he's more likely to make a hole in the I mean, boat. what is the point of having these assistants, uh, you know, on the on the touchline with their clipboards running around furiously, and then you play a player who's made eight mistakes that have led to goals? I mean, they they went to work on stats, aren't they? I look, I see Steve Round slumped in the dugout. I don't see much running about. No. This is he looks like he's been waiting in a bus station for fourteen hours. <laughs> We'll we've all done honestly. that, yeah, we've all done yeah. that. That's yeah. what he looks like, and so does Peter Stuyvesant. Both of them look like Peter well. To, <laughs> to be honest, yes. Mikel, we absolutely... Yeah. There's only so much we can do if you keep picking two or three bang-average morons. But uh, all right, if you're going to go with him, we'll... Um, uh, yeah, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. See how Who that you works picking? I'm, well, I'm, What I thought I'd do is, I thought I'd go Xhaka and Willian. Yeah? <laughs> Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna do okay. Yeah. Okay, mm. okay. I'm then. walking. I'm walking. Good luck. <laughs> what are you after here? What are you after here at Turf Moor? Point? You after a point? Mm. Well, we might nick it. Might nick it. Okay. All right. I'll, you'll see me in the dugout looking like I've been in a coach station for 14 hours. <laughs> right. Let's play. Let's play. Spot the commentary and change the subject. Right. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> this is Arsenal scoring. You'll love this. Santi Cazorla, Ramsey again, Oxlade-Chamberlain and then Alexis Sanchez who's surrounded by defenders, Theo Walcott lifted in towards Alexis Sanchez, the goal that Arsenal needed. Well first of all, is he against Burnley? <laughs> no. It's not against oh, Burnley. He's, he's bucked the, the theme. But isn't that always the game? <laughs> By the way, love all those players, all those Ramsey, Cazorla, Sanchez, the Ox when he was playing well, even Theo at this oh, point. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. Any so memories Sanchez, of that goal? No, you. Haven't. I have none at all. I mean, I obviously I was there. I imagine, it, but it uh, was uh, 2015. It was uh, against Olympiakos. Ah, I see. In a home, in a home defeat against Olympiacos, uh, which was in a, I believe, in a group game, 
and in the Champions League, twenty, well, we used to 20 get years in a row. Yeah, yeah. When we used to get through the group, yeah, yeah. the group matches. Yeah. All right, try this one. Mustafi. Bobby Ang answered the call terrifically well, and Saka has joined him. It's Bukayo Saka for Arsenal. It's Lacazette. It's one 0 The Gunners in Greece. <laughs> Right, that's last year, isn't it? Is that Burnley, is it? <laughs> yeah. It could be, yeah. Well, if you knew you were eight no. foot walls, we could be playing anywhere. Who knows? Yeah. That's, that's last season in Europa League, isn't it? Yes. Well, yeah, we got a win. We got uh, an away that's win. we won uh, uh, before yeah. that awful home league. That's right? a really good result. A 1-0 away win against Olympiacos but with fans, I ch- believe. But we did yes. have chances to bury it, though. That was, a, that was the important thing. I think we hit the bar in the last minute as well. And, but we could have won that 3-0. And we didn't. We did it. <laughs> yeah. We did it. Yeah. So that's uh, so that's uh, well well Keith, I think I got I think you got that one, Keith, didn't you? Yeah he did. So yeah, I think you're did. one up. You're one up. Okay, let's see if I you remember this goal. Sol a bit short by the pass and Vieira was onto it and he's put Thierry Henry through here. It is Henry, it is one nil Arsenal. He has seven goals in seven games. The guy just cannot stop scoring. Though he should turn and he should acknowledge the part played by Patrick Vieira, whose tackle and pass made it possible. Well, I agree. There's not a lot for you to work on. Is it against Spurs? Is it against? Uh, it's against. No, it's a Would it be Greek team. Olympiakos. No, well, it's Pauk. No, Pauk Salonica. Oh, it, no, oh, it's Aik. It's no. Aik. Is it? <laughs> no, not Aik. Aik. Oh, Lindsay Hipgrave started saying Eck, hasn't she? Ek. So another Greek team. Well, that's, that's most of the league, isn't it? Most of the... They've only got four teams. Yeah. They wear... All right, give me a clue. They wear green. <laughs> oh, so oh well... Uh, are you, what are you doing, Keith? It looks like you're looking up I'm, Greek no, teams. No, I'm not. No, no, no. He's no, looking no, up. Trust looking me, up the I'm Greek. not. He's uh, counting on his to, fingers. I'm trying to think. Oh. That's what he always does. That's what he always does. He tries to remember something. Now... Greek team, oh, Greek teams. Come on, they're oh, really famous. Oh Greek teams. God! Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, who did I? They play in Ajax. Uh, played. You got Olympiakos, Parathenaikos, Parathenaikos, Yes, Panathinaikos. Yeah, Thierry Henry scoring oh, against Panathinaikos about twenty no years ago, nearly. Of, is that Wembley? No, that wasn't. That was at. Uh, that was at the Emirates. No. It, we did play I them, think I think, we did. Wembley, I went to we? I think I saw them. I watched a few little bits and bobs on YouTube getting ready for this, and there was one, we had a defeat against them away, and Henri loses it at full time. One of them said something to him. He takes a lot of holding <laughs> back. Yeah. He's really, really angry. Um, but, yeah, we've, we've had, we played a lot of oh, Greek sides over the years, and Panathinaikos a few times. But the reason I was looking for Panathinaikos was because Last week we had a quiz in which we oh, said yes. that Lewis Bowen had never <laughs> scored for in Arsenal. Europe, and, uh, and someone had sent in a quiz and he played all these games and he never scored for Arsenal. And, of course, he has scored for Arsenal. Uh, in fact, one of the games in which he scored, was a, a, we scored four against Birmingham in the League Cup, which is a game that we, we attended. <laughs> <laughs> somehow forgotten. He never scored in the league for Arsenal. So uh, to, the, to the person whose name escapes me who sent the quiz in, it's an understandable mistake. But if you, uh, you know, Wikipedia, it's Wikipedia's fault. But one of the goals that he scored 
uh, for Arsenal was against Panathinaikos when we played a very much a B team in a in a dead rubber in a group stage, and we got an away win with all kind. I think Paolo Vinatza played. I mean, really, it was all kinds of people from the squad, and uh, and he scored in that. So we that's what I was hoping to find. But that goal, uh, we could only find it with Greek commentary, which would have been fine if he'd done gone. Luis Moamode, you know, that would have been all right. I'd like to have given that a go. I would really like to have given that one a go. I'd have had just as much of a clue as I did about the ones in England. But it's probably, it would have been some Greek commentator saying, and the Panathinaikos centre half made a right ricket there and he's letting the bog average winger in Greek. Those were the days when we used to have dead rubbers in the Champions League because we qualified after five yeah, games. Yeah, we'd already be, already be through. Uh, now, I've had some emails. Uh, Fraser Corbett. Is emailed. You mentioned on the last podcast that you played a game where you counted the mistakes that Granite Jacker <laughs> made in a game. Did you? <laughs> Which is just what I did. I was watching the other night and I counted how many times he gave the ball away. And he gave the ball, he gave away, <laughs> gave the ball away six times and gave three free kicks away and then I stopped counting. It just became, right. it just made me angry. Again, I was angry about him getting picked years ago, but just recently he's been so shit. Anyway, we, me and my friends would play a game called the Horseshoe Passing uh-huh. Around the Box. In the, in the Horseshoe <laughs> Passing Around the Box era, it was called the Theo Walcott game. He got a plus one for every good thing he did and a minus one for every shit thing he did. The results of the Theo game became more important than the results <laughs> of the actual match. Oh, we've been there, mate. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. This is what they do. This is what they do. You're not even watching the game. This is totally... There are all, I like the idea that all over the stadium, people have got their own versions of something to pass the time. We used to have a wall in front of us in the West Lower at Highbury and we would put a coin on it. And every time there was a goal kick or a corner, we'd pass the coin along and whoever had the coin in front of them at the end of the game kept the coin. That was exciting. Uh, so anyway, Fraser Corbett says, uh, just wondered if any of you, any of your listeners had, have you, have you got any games that you play that we might adopt to get us through the my God, we're shit era? <laughs> Count the seconds that David Louise is standing still. <laughs> standing still and not moving about and got the ball and just waiting. Count the seconds. See if he can pass five minutes of doing that for a game. Yeah. So Is Willian that... awake? <laughs> it's, that's, honestly, I'll tell you what, we're going to get a flood of emails now. There's going to be loads of people just... Yeah, I know. I like, I, yeah. This could be a whole new thread. The games that you play to pass the time while we're totally shit. Well, we need as many as you possibly can, can uh, come up think? with, listeners, frankly. And, we, and if there are any Everton fans, or Southampton fans listening, uh, you, you can play the field. Do you think the club will be handing out, like, Monopoly balls when we go back? In, you know, oh, you're coming into the Emirates, are you? Yeah, here's a Monopoly ball. Come plug. Well, they better start. They, better, they need to hand out some speed or some ecstasy or something. <laughs> <laughs> Give people a fighting chance of staying awake. Do you think that would help? It probably would. There you go, mate. So, yeah. I may concentrate on the game yeah. a little you know bit. When the, you know oh, when yeah. the stewards pack you down to check if you've got any weapons? They'll be putting stuff in your yeah. pockets. There you They're go. Just slipping, there you go, mate. Slipping a little, a, a little pill. It's a rat. <laughs> I didn't, this wasn't in here when yeah, I left. Good home. stuff. Right, son. Just share it out. Share it out in block 32. <laughs> Daniel Maguire, yet again. Hello, Daniel. So come up with another quiz. You want to do Why it? Why not? Yeah. 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 I, I like to okay. be humiliated uh, every week. This is the qu- This is the fifth quiz that Daniel sent in. He's become. Uh, we should stop paying him. 
Okay, the first question is, uh, in 1999, which Arsene Wenger signing was the first Brazilian to sign for Arsenal? To Nielsen. No, I'm no. going to go. First Brazilian? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, um, it was uh, Julio Baptista. No. He was a very, very good player. We liked him a lot. Gilberto? Gilberto Silva. Yeah. No. Not he the was, first he, he was later. Silvino. Silvino. Oh, nice. Oh, he was a lovely yeah, bloke. Yeah. Oh, I met him down at the training ground. Lovely Did you? What, you, were you, doing to, what were you stalking the training ground? What are you doing over no, there? No, I was getting you a Christmas present. A oh, sign. the sign photo. Yeah. And when oh. I went up to the desk, he, he was there, and I, t- I he faced, he went, "Happy Christmas!" I went, "Happy Christmas to you too, <laughs> lovely fella, lovely, lovely fella, great oh. footballer, great yeah. great footballer, terrific oh. left back." In the end, uh, he was passport issues. I think he went to Barca, didn't he? From us, did he not have a problem right? with his passport? Or something? I don't he, think so. No, no I think the reason in, in the end, um, yeah. Ashley Cole was coming through, and yeah. that winning but, go- that goal against Chelsea, though. That shot of his oh, into terrific. the top oh, corner. Yeah. Love oh, can, can we have a quick laugh at Barcelona? <laughs> oh, raided yes. by the old Bill. Getting arrested. <laughs> yes. yes. Not just raided, arrested <laughs> and a night in the cells. <laughs> I love it. I really It do. was marvellous, wasn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, ooh, do you want to sign for Barcelona, really? I don't think so. <laughs> OK, question two. We know this one because this comes up quite often on this podcast. Which two players scored hat-tricks in Arsenal's 6-1 win over Southampton in 2003? Uh, well, it was uh, uh, Henri. No. Dennis. No. Not Henri and not Dennis. 2003, 2003. end of the season, 6-1 against Southampton. Oh. A couple of weeks before the cup final. Yes. Um, two players got hat-tricks. Pennant. Jermaine Pennant. Jermaine Pennant. And it wasn't Paul Ray Dickoff, Palmer. Was it? Was it? No. no. It wasn't Ray No. I don't know this. Oh. Jermaine Pennant. Oh. Remember the spectacular <laughs> chipped goal from distance. Oh, Robert Perez. Robert Perez. Oh, Dove. that one. That was a lovely goal, that. Dover's two up. Number three. Who is George Graham's first signing for Perry us? Groves. Perry Groves, he's straight in. And do you know what? I slightly queried that because I wondered if it might be Ian Allinson. Mm-hmm. From Colchester. Uh, yeah. No, he was, I think, he, no, he was still at the club at the time. I thought he was, Perry, yeah. to, was it not Alanson or was he signed by someone else? Uh, anyway. Uh, it wasn't it in, in Perry Groves' book yeah. that he said he was George's first signing, didn't he? It's the correct answer given here. Uh, now, who did Arsenal sell to Barcelona? Well, there's a numerous players. Oh, blimey, who we haven't But he's given the particular month of August... 2012. Who did we sell to Barcelona in that summer? Not for Milan. No, I was going to say for Milan, but I'm glad I didn't. I'm going for Alex Kleb. No, it was Alexander Alex Dimitri Sombilov. Was it? He plays the holding role. He scores the occasional <laughs> goal. Twenty twelve. He plays the way he is facing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he went to Barca in twenty twelve. Alex Song. He I, left us. I, I, 
wonder if we've actually been paid for any of those signings. I mean, have we had the money? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet we have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question five. Against who? Do we know this one. Who did Patrick Vieira make his debut against? Sheffield Wednesday. Wednesday. That's yeah, correct. Stoney's in. Stoney's in. He's pulled one back. It's 3-1 <laughs> to Dover as we go into question six. Name the Arsenal player from their first five clubs. This is quite a good one. Uh, Tunbridge Angels, Fulham, Luton Town, Newcastle, Arsenal. Who's the player? Tunbridge Angels, Fulham, Luton Town, Newcastle yeah. and Arsenal. Yeah. Who came from Newcastle? Is that oh, uh, okay. Malcolm McDonald? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Oh, I was just going to say that. Super Mac. Oh, yes. you got me yes. there, Starry. Super me there. Mac. <laughs> who, who, as, as I remember it, he started as a fullback. Did he? Really? And I think he was playing as a fullback at Fulham. Isn't that weird? Greediest uh, fullback ever. <laughs> yeah, he used to go forward and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> go on then, get up front, Malcolm. Go on, yeah. if you want to. Uh, but terrific goal scorer. He was. And uh, good signing for Arsenal. Um, OK, question seven. It's 3-2 now to Keith. Ian's pulled two back. Yeah. There's four questions to go. Who did Arsenal beat 6-1 on the last day of the 1991 season? Sheffield Wednesday. No. No. Huh? Who did we beat? It was Southampton. No. Oh, no. Uh, oh, hang on. Nine uh, leads. No. I don't know. Championship winning season. We'd clinched the title already. Uh, we'd had a big home win against Man U. And this you was... Can uh, stick it was up your <laughs> ass. Coventry, was it? Coventry. Oh, it was Coventry. Yeah. Coventry, nice yeah. Like it was a terrific <laughs> performance. Thump Coventry 6-1. Celebrated long into the night. Mm. Uh, overs four to up. Okay, Arsenal's biggest away win in Europe, seven nil, came in nineteen ninety three against which side? Was it in Austria? No, no it was Belgium. Oh. Was it Belgium? Yeah. It, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Alan's not saying. If it's I Belgium. know it. Eddie McGoldrick scored. Uh. Eddie McGoldrick scored his only Arsenal goal. It's uh, standard liaise. Standard liaise. You lucky bugger. I gave you lots of clues. It's an assist. It's a Willian assist. I still had to name the team. I named the country. One of the goal scorers. Yeah. Standard liaise. Thank you. Took a little bit of the sting out of Ian's Ian's, uh, famous trip to Winterslag a few years earlier. And, still got the uh, program, thank you. Still got the program. Oh, that, I'll never forget that game. All right, so 4 3. It's 4 3 to Dover. It's two tight. questions left. Oh, sense. And now you've got to name the opposition. You remember there was a game where Emmanuel Ebue was substituted after coming on oh, as a substitute. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah. Name uh, the opposition. It was at the Emirates. We were there. Is it Liverpool? No. He, we were there. It's not a proud sub- moment in our in our fans' history. That was horrible. Um, oh, I'd mm. just be guessing here. He had um, a total, absolute meltdown. I uh, know. Right, right. I mean, the no, the fans were on his back. Horrible, and that that was disgusting. They were. It's true. It yeah, they were on his back. But having you know, you have to say, Keith, what he was doing on the pitch was bizarre. Was I it mean, Man United? He, no, they played in blue and white. They're no longer in the Premier League. Blackburn. No, close. Very close. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, shit. no! Uh, so, oh, it's so close. 
<laughs> you really, really are in the right not ballpark. Not Blackburn, not Bolton. <laughs> One of those teams. Not Burnley. Uh, Manchester City? No. Uh, no. They're very much in the Premier League, I think you'll find. Yeah, 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 They've yeah, actually yeah. gone out the other end of it, haven't they? They're so good. <laughs> Not Blackpool. <laughs> I've no. got Blue and White. Blue and White. North West. Wigan. Yes! Oh, Wigan! Oh, he's equalised. Oh, he's equalised and there's one game left. <laughs> Here we go. Question 10. This is a good question. Uh, in the, it's uh, 1991. Which team did Arsenal need four games to beat in the FA Cup fourth round? Sheffield Wednesday. No. Oh, it, it fourth round. Yeah. Oh no, we played five against Sheffield Wednesday. Mm-hmm. 91. Yeah. <laughs> this is four. good. Yes. In the fourth round, not fourth Liverpool. Round. So fourth not round, Liverpool. Yeah. not Liverpool. Liverpool's 1980. This is 91, fourth round, and we needed four games four to games. knock out this team. It ain't Coventry, is it? No. no. I don't know. No, it was a good quality. There were two good sides. They were one of the best teams in the league. <laughs> not good, United. They had, some, they had some good players. They had some good Scottish players. <laughs> Give little clues, little clues. The manager was from Yorkshire. Oh, that narrows it down. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 91. Scottish had, they players. Had, uh, they Yorkshire had an ex-Arsenal ex player in uh, in there. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You'd think if you played them four times, you'd remember, wouldn't you'd you? Think, you'd I, think. I, I we went were... up there. I think I went up there for one of the games. I would have thought mode. we were there. Exactly. Well, yeah, did we play two at home and two away? I mean, I think, I think so. I think that's what happened. Yeah, I can't really remember to be honest with you, but he must have gone the extra time and everything. Yeah, it? it was a, it was a real, <laughs> it was the old school. None of that penalty shootout after one game shit. You're, you're doing this again. <laughs> oh, Sheffield United. No, but no, but you're in the right county. Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> no, yeah, we tried that one. <laughs> oh, is it Jesus? Christ. Is it? Uh, Ah, uh, is it Leeds? Yeah! Yes! No! <laughs> no! Keith. Oh, Keith. Honestly, oh. Keith, 3 0 up, 4 2 up. That was well, very Arsenal esque. What losing 5 4? Lost it 5 4. Late era Wenger. Classic late era Wenger. Four games against Leeds. I can't. Yeah. I, can I remember going up remember. there. I think I went up there. I think what happened was they were all. They used to, for some reason, they had it in for Lee Dixon. I don't know why. And they were all singing Let's All Laugh at Dixon and he scored the winning goal. And he went absolutely crazy celebrating. You yeah. should ask ask him about it, Ian. I will. Um, he scored at Ellen Road in a, and it was brilliant. It was a good goal too. I think it was a 1-2 or something. Anyway. And we actually played them four times. Played them four times, yeah. So did we yeah. play them at Ireland Gary, once? Gary McAllister, Gordon Strachan. Good side. They won the league the next season. Howard Wilkinson's Howard the manager. Howard Wilkinson, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. have to look this up. Was Cantona right? playing or he wasn't in the team at the time? I don't know about Cantona, actually. So, did we play them three times at Ellen Road or twice at Ivory? Oh, 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 at... All right, I'm going to Google it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is, why we should, this is why we should do it visually because you can see Alan now frantically going, hang on, hang on, you're right, give us a chance. Uh, here it is, Arsenal Leeds. When Arsenal played Leeds four times in the 1990-91 FA Cup, 
Uh, here we go. I'll, I'll go to the Arsenal uh, Wikipedia page. That probably. Well, you see, this, I... the guy who sets these quiz questions, you see, we he should have put that. Daniel, yes, a good yeah. Lad. yeah, yeah, Daniel. Though, but you've got to put in a little bit of backstory, you know, for this kind oh. of thing. Well, here we go. Okay, here yeah. we go. Home tie first. Yeah. January the twenty seventh was a goalless draw, and then uh, we had a, a game at uh, Ellen Road, one one, Limpar. And then we went back down to Highbury, mm-hmm. February the thirteenth, goalless draw. <laughs> and then this is this is the one that I remember. Leads away, we won two one with goals from Dixon and Merson. And wow. then if you do remember this, we then went all the way to Shrewsbury on a coach. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. We went to Shrewsbury. Oh, I didn't it, go there, you went. It was an absolute Mud bath that place, Gay Meadow. It was Gay Meadow. really like a cow field. They've got a new stadium now. They have, yeah. And the fans and we'll... used to get to one stand by walking across the pitch. It was extraordinary. <laughs> right. A real cow shed of a stand, but it was a good day out and we won 1 0. Then we beat Cambridge in the quarter final and then we lost to Tottenham. Mm. Gaza. Gaza worked his magic. Oh, that was the season where we lost 6 2 to Manchester United. So. Lee you know, Sharp got a couple in that game. You got a hat trick. You got yeah. a hat trick. So it could have been a terrible season, but we won the league. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we won the league. We won the league. Uh, and we did beat Tottenham the next year. Uh, supplementary question: Who got a hat trick in that six-one win over Coventry? Alan Smith. Kevin Campbell. No. Not Alan Smith. Anders Limpar. Oh, Anders Limpar. He was fantastic that season, Limpar. He was. He really was brilliant that season. Every game, he was the dangerous the whole time and he scored 13 goals in the season. Smith got 27 in all competitions. Merson 16, Campbell 10. Everyone weighing in with goals. We had a terrific midfield. Rocky Rowcastle, although he was injured for a lot of the season, he only played third time. So quite surprised to see that. He only played 13 Did, league games, Rocky. We, we played Coventry away that year. And me, you and... Clayton went up. You were doing a gig in Loughborough, so I think this when we uh, was that the one where we couldn't find, find the, the car? car. Yeah, <laughs> what, you couldn't find the car. That we couldn't find. It ran Highfield Road. A lot of those streets look the same. I couldn't find a goal. What about one time? Did we go to Derby or something? And then we got, and we were coming back, and we, we we followed the crowd and ended up at the station. And we nearly got on a train. And we remembered that we'd come in the car. <laughs> Had to go back and look for the car. <laughs> it was getting dark. It was dark. Uh, Paul Davis that season played 36 games in the league. In my head, I imagine that he'd been in the 91 season, he'd been usurped. And, but he, there he is, he's the main man. Him and Merson, more starts. And, well, actually, that's a lie because you go up the back of the team and they all. They all played almost every game. Uh, Seaman 38, Winterburn 38, Dixon 38, Bold 38. Tony Adams was in prison for a while, but still played 30. <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive with a prison term in between, isn't it? Still 30 games. <laughs> yeah, that season. God, there's a few players now you'd like to see in prison, wouldn't there? Uh, well, one, actually. <laughs> oh, and there's a couple of a slightly surprising... Uh, which striker made one substitute appearance that season for us? Andy Cole is the answer. We had Andy Cole. Andy Cole. He only shot for a very short while. Came yeah. on as came on as a sub. I don't know what game it was in, but he came on as a sub. 
In one of those. Yeah, that was a good season. Good times. Good times, my friends. David O'Leary played 11 in, <laughs> nine, in 91. Won, won a title medal. See if I can find you any more uh, emails before we knock this oh, on. Yet. Have we got right. any uh, Teddy Sheringhams? Oh, someone did send me a little something about Teddy. Do like be, be a shame, be a shame not to have a little, a little bit of Teddy <laughs> <laughs> in the mix. Oh, this is a good quiz. I like this quiz. Sean McHale, I think he sent us one the other day. Uh, this quiz is self-explanatory. You just have to say who said this: Wenger or Voltaire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you don't know who Voltaire is, he's a French intellectual writer. And, and if you don't know who Wenger is, it's a French intellectual and a writer. Yeah. So, uh, question one. Who said this? God created man. I am only a guide. Is it Wenger or Voltaire? Oh, I'm going for Voltaire on this it's one. Got oh. ah, it's got no, to be Voltaire. No, wrong. It's Wenger. <laughs> no. Come on, I'm not having that. <laughs> really? All right. Look, look, I think I'm going to trust... Uh, Sean McHale on this. Uh, we've had our we've had our Bowamorte incident, which has t- taught us to check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the columns. Question two. This is a good one. God is a comedian playing to an audience that is too afraid to laugh. That's Voltaire. That's got to be Voltaire. That is Voltaire. Yeah. But you could change that now, and you could say Jacker is a comedian <laughs> playing to an audience that is too afraid to laugh. <laughs> It's too angry That's, to laugh. Yeah. Fits, I think. fits quite well. Does fit very well, yeah. <laughs> In fact, you could put Jack's name into all sorts of quotes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is Voltaire. You've got that one. Uh, question three. The more often a stupidity is repeated, the more it gets the appearance of wisdom. Oh, that's got to be Wenger. I'd say that's Arsene. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like something you might have said about Arsene. Yeah. But the answer is Voltaire. It's Voltaire, is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, Question four. Wait, didn't, go on. Uh, hang on. Didn't Voltaire manage PSG for a, a while? <laughs> I, thought, I thought I think he was their manager. <laughs> he couldn't have <laughs> looked after the, Neymar. No, he, just Neymar wouldn't have it. No, he was their manager in the Napoleonic Wars, I believe. Uh, was he? <laughs> yeah. I, believe I think he was coach at Manchester United after the Portuguese fella. <laughs> You know, when Ferguson used to get someone in to chat to the foreigners so they didn't get too frightened. Yeah. Very Voltaire. <laughs> it's a good name for a manager, Voltaire. Okay, question four. When you give success to stupid people, it makes them more stupid sometimes and not more intelligent. Oh, has this got Granny Jacker in front of it all? Or... <laughs> I'm having Voltaire for that one. Are you? Yeah. I'm, I'm going Voltaire. No, it's Wenger. No. And wow. do you know what? I think I remember it because I think he was talking about Jose Mourinho. Ah. <laughs> you know, when you give success to stupid people, oh, it makes yes. them more stupid. Yeah, yeah. Now it makes sense. <laughs> right. Yeah, now it makes sense, right? Okay. Now you know who he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, this is a very good quote. This is my favourite. I've read this a couple of times and I, and I like it very much. It's quite a long one. The only moment of possible happiness is the present. The past gives regrets and the future uncertainties. Man quickly realised this and created religion. It forgives him what he has done wrong in the past and tells him not to worry about the future as he will go to paradise. Is it Wenger or Voltaire? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I tell you what. (laughs) I'm having Wenger because I'd love him to have said that. (laughs) Well, I'm going to go Voltaire, but I'm going with Ian. I'd like Wenger to have said that. It is Wenger. What? Awesome, Wenger said that. Yeah, 
No Arsene Wenger. The only moment of possible happiness is the present. Arsene Wenger. Profound. Wow. 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 It's an intellectual. Question six. I'd like Allardyce or Kierkegaard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good one. I think we should play that. Oh, Tony Pulis or Aristotle. Yeah. Another one. Oh, we can do this every week. Yeah, let's Should be Pulis or Plato, shouldn't it? (laughs) Pulis Pulis or Plato. Pulis or Himmler. (laughs) (laughs) That's not fair. That's probably... Probably slanderous. So I take that back. Take that back. Hitler this. or Moyes? Well, you know. <laughs> Hitler would never sign for Laney. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, but no, okay. this, I like this. I like this a lot. It's a very good game. It's a very mm. good game. Question six: If God did not exist, it would be necessary to invent him. Is it Wenger or Voltaire? Oh, that's that Voltaire. Is that's Voltaire. Voltaire. It's Voltaire. It is. It is. But it just follows on the back of. Wenger's thoughts about religions, very similar. Do you know there's, there's going to people be listening? This is going to be, you're going to hear this on Five Live or Talk Sport next week. This is a given. This is such a good one. They're going to nick this. Yeah. It's going to they're going to do Wenger or Voltaire on Talk Sport. Oh, they're going to do something. <laughs> it's going to chill you. It's, yeah, it's that good. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's after, what after, they've, after they've done Melinda Messenger or Katie Price. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The biggest, this is question seven, the biggest things in life have been achieved by people who, at the start, we would have judged crazy. And yet, if they had not these crazy ideas, the world would have been more stupid. Is it Wenger or Voltaire? I'm going Wenger. Hmm. I'd have Wenger as well. Yeah, maybe the, the use of the word crazy is perhaps not very yeah. Voltairean, but that is Wenger. <laughs> the biggest things in life have been achieved by people who, at the start, we would have judged crazy. And yet, if they had not had these crazy ideas... The world would have been more stupid. Yes, yeah. you've, got okay. to, you've got to say, though, Wenger's up there with Voltaire big time, isn't he? I mean, he's, he's, right, he's up there. He's, he's a football up there, philosopher, mate. Yeah. He is. OK, yeah. question eight. This is a very good... Uh, this is a good quote, a good motto to live by. Uh, judge a man by his questions rather than by his answers. Wenger or Voltaire? <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you say Whoa. that. I'm going for Voltaire. I'm going for I'm Voltaire. I'm going for Wenger on that one. Oh, yeah. The answer is Voltaire. Oh. <laughs> Great quote. Judge a man by his questions rather than by his answers. And we're not talking about the interviewers on uh, Sky Sports. No. <laughs> we're talking about bigger questions than yeah. that. Were you pleased with your goal? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, uh, this, I'm, I'm loving this game. Mussolini or Mourinho? I mean, this is just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, someone's just got to do the research and Mussolini or Mourinho could happen. That could happen. <laughs> uh, quite, they're both a pair of raging egomaniacs. <laughs> Franco or Ferguson? Okay, question nine. <laughs> question nine. I am a facilitator of what is beautiful in man. Oh, that's all. That's Wenger. That's got to that be Wenger, yeah. yeah. That's Wenger. Yeah. Yes, that's Wenger, yes. yeah. I was thinking, imagine he was thinking of George Weir when he said that. <laughs> I am a facilitator of what is beautiful in man. Wonderful quiz. Very yes. nice work. Sean McHale, he's taken a bit of time there for us. Well done, Thank you. Sean. Great one. created something that. very special there. We enjoy all of these. Yeah. Uh, we enjoy, we enjoy any quizzes, quizzes we don't have to talk about, Granny Shaka. We enjoy them all. <laughs> this is a good one. This is a good one for the older fans, which includes you two. Um, <laughs> all you need to do to win yeah. the quiz mm-hmm. 
is uh, now there's 12 players we're going to mention. It's the 1971 FA Cup winning lineup. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you could name it. I'm sure yeah. we could all name it, but we won't bother you with that. All you need to say is where did they go after they left oh. Arsenal? Oh. Oh, good quiz. Good quiz. Yeah. We'll finish up. We'll finish up with this. Okay. This is uh, Bob this Wilson is, uh, went to the BBC. Bob Wilson. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the kind of who did they play for next? He went home. They uh, all went home <laughs> after the after game. The no, some of them didn't. Some of them went out. out. I imagine they did. Um, Bob Wilson. I did he play for anyone I after? Don't I think didn't he did. think he did. No, no you both. You're correct. He was. He retired. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pat. Pat Rice stayed with us. Watford went to Watford. Watford is correct. One nil, oh, Keith. Nice. Every other player, by the way, did play for another club after Arsenal. Okay. Wilson, Wilson's the only one who retired at Arsenal. So one nil, Keith with Bob McNabb. Bob McNabb. Did he go to Manchester United? No, he didn't no, go to Manchester no. United. No, seemed to be in you. I had no idea. Ipswich. No. I don't know why I thought it said that. I just. I was Newcastle. No. No it's, idea. It's Wolves. Oh, Bob McGann. He went to play for Wolves. Frank McClintock. QPR. Correct. <sighs> 2 0. This is a difficult one. Peter Simpson. I'm going to go Norwich. No. Not a clue. I Not mean. a clue. No, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, he went to play for the New England T Men. Oh, <laughs> oh I was going to say that. The, New the, England uh, the earliest, uh, the sporting franchise of the Tea Party in the United States, the New England T Men. Anyway, if anyone's got a replica shirt with Simpson, New England T Men, I'll buy it off you. Uh, Pete, number number six here, Peter Story. Fulham. Fulham is right, although uh, he's a bit of a wag. It's. Uh, Chris Athanasi, and he's put Peter Story, HM Prison, Pentonville. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, not really. He went to Fulham. <laughs> yeah. Uh, George Graham. Where did George go after us? Who did we sell George Graham to? Crystal Palace. No. Hang on. No, Man United. Manchester United yes. is right. Keith's cleaning up in this quiz. He is. Having lost the first one, though, I must on the, on, the, on the episode, quite right. On the yeah, episode, rubbish, that was, yeah, we really robbed. <laughs> robbed? What did he do? Five, great four. Comeback. Great comeback. Yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> we had, uh, on recording uh, an episode of Guessable for Comedy Central the other day, we had football legend Chris Kamara. Yes. Oh yeah, and and he said that he was in. A, I asked him who did he play the most games for in his career, and, I, and he said Swindon. He played for a few clubs, but he started out at Portsmouth as an apprentice, and one of the guys there he was an apprentice with was Steve Foster, who went on to make his name for Brighton with the headband, played for England, sent half. Anyway, George Graham was at Portsmouth towards the end of his career, and uh, Chris Kamara said that George used to take him and Fozzie out on the town on a Saturday night and then he just laughed in a really wicked way. So <laughs> <laughs> quite enjoyed. I was left to imagine the scene oh. as George led these two young Carnage. men young men astray. Yeah. In, Portsmouth. In, in Pompey. Yeah. Okay, uh, next one. George Armstrong. George oh, that's a tricky one. I don't know this. I don't know this. No, I didn't know this one. The other ones all rang a bell. I mean, certainly Pat Rice, I remember. Frank McClintock, I remember. George Graham, I knew he played for Man U. But this one, no idea. They're in the Premier League, Midlands. Coventry? No, Leicester City. Really? 
Leicester City. Uh, Charlie George. We sold Charlie George Derby, to Derby. Derby, yeah. Painful, painful mm. memory. Uh, John Radford. West Ham. West Ham. Ray Kennedy, arguably the biggest Liverpool, mistake Liverpool. of the lot. Liverpool, terrible, terrible mistake that was. Well, he, he converted to a midfielder, didn't he? And then, yeah, you know, oh my God, he's absolutely brilliant player. Yeah. He, was yeah. bloody, he was a bloody good striker as well. Yeah. He, he was, was a good striker, but as a midfielder. F- yeah. Oh, he was a good footballer. Yeah, he was. That was a disaster. Yeah. We really went down the pan then, and he went on and won the European Cup. Good luck to him. Um, and the last one, Eddie Kelly. QPR, I think, again. He went to QPR yeah. as well, Keith. Oh absolutely. What a thumping win that is. About 4 5 1 there. At least. <laughs> and nice. deserved. I'm nice. I'm impressed. <laughs> and also, why do you know this? I don't know. Do you know what? I, you know, I'm a guy who can't find his bloody tape measure in a room that's four foot by five, and yet I know shit like that. <laughs> How do you know the room's four foot by five because <laughs> you can't find <laughs> <the> <laughs> He, ma- he measures it after he's found it. And now, Chris Afanasi, who sent, me, who sent me that quiz, he sent it to me because he, he said, well, I sent you another quiz. You never read it out. Oh, no. Sorry to all the people. Our email address is tuesdayclubpodcast.gmail.com. And he sent me another quiz. I'll just rattle for it quickly before we wrap up. So, number one, how much did we pay for Malcolm McDonald? Three hundred and thirty-three thousand or something. Yeah, it was like three hundred and thirty. It? it was all the threes. All yeah. the threes. Yeah. Three hundred thirty-three thousand three hundred and thirty-three pounds. Who also, or as he puts it, which clogger of a defender also came to us from Newcastle? Shit, no, Willie Young. That that summer. Oh. No, we signed him from Tottenham, didn't we? No, oh, right. Not Jeff Blockley. No, yeah. Pat Howard. Oh yeah. Uh, Pat Howard. In nineteen eighty-four, we sold sadly, Alan Allen Sunderland. Who to? Is it a Midlands team? No. I don't know. Is it? It's not Man... No, it's not Man U, no. I don't know. Not a clue, actually. Ipswich Town. All oh, right. Oh, Who did we sign from Red Star Belgrade in 1982? Oh, Vladimir Petrovic. Petrovic. Right, great. Which yeah. Australian international did we sign in 1978 who played once for us? Oh, Cosmina. John Cosmina, correct? Wow. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember that as well. Which former Hull, Leeds and Sunderland centre forward did we sign in 1981, but who couldn't hit a cow's ass with a banjo? 1981? Yeah. Now, he had scored a goal for Sunderland against us from about 40 yards, one of the best hits you'll ever see on a football pitch. But for Arsenal, he was hopeless. He's one of a few players who tried to fill in for Frank Stapleton. Not Ray Hankin. No, it wasn't that one. It was John Hawley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good question, so if you remember this. Who went to Crystal Palace as part of the Clive Allen-Kenny Sansom transfer deal? Ah. From us. From us? Yeah. I thought it was a straight... Well, there was another player involved in the deal. Oh, we gave them someone. Goalkeeper. Paul Barron. Wow. Paul Barron. Paul Barron. Paul Barron. Curly Perm. I remember a Curly Perm. Paul Barron, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good looking, that. Too good looking to be a keeper, really. Uh, which Scottish international goalkeeper did we sign from Everton? Oh, George Wood. Jo- George Wood. Yeah. George Wood. After playing a really good game for us, against us. Yeah, and he turned out to be pretty ropey, didn't yeah. he? Uh, which uh, FA Cup winning midfielder did we sell to Watford in 1985? Two-time FA Cup winning midfielder. Did we sell to Watford in 1985? Not Brian oh, Talbot. T- Brian no. Talbot, yes. Oh, really? Brian Talbot. And I remember we played against them. I think it was at Vicarage Road and I went up there 
and we played against them and he was in midfield and we had Graham Ricks playing centre mid for a while and they went for a 50-50 kind of shoulder to shoulder and you could tell they hated each other. Oh, really? Oh, and uh, Ricks, to be fair to him, because Talbot was a strong player, did not pull out of that, came off slightly second best, but that was a meaty hit. <laughs> so there was a little bit of history there. Uh, and finally, who did we sign from Watford, who went on to win the league with us in 89? Kevin Richardson. Mm. Kevin Richardson. Good player. Mm. I don't know who won that, but it's a good bit of nostalgia. Thank you very much, uh, Chris Athanasi. Yeah. Uh, Club podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us any quizzes or, or tweet us at notyoubentley. And we'll see you next week after we've racked up a comfortable... Uh, advantage in the first leg and spanked Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> with a granite with a granite Xhaka hat trick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. happen. If I get the combination of drugs right, I might be able to dream that. <laughs> well you you need something more than decaffeinated wine for that, I'll tell you that. <sighs> yeah, I do. All right, see you later. See, you guys. see ya.